It is Friday, May 6th, 2022. Welcome back to another episode of the Premier Fantasy Football Podcast, hosted by me, BJ Rudell from Pro Football Network. And this is another quick hit episode because it's Friday and uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time at the end of the weekend, but there's always something important to talk about. We are now into May, which means we're one month away from June, which means some of you are starting to think about drafting and others of you are uh, uh, trying not to start thinking about drafting. But the reality is uh, if you are very, very serious about fantasy as I am, it is never too early to think about each player, what their value is. And what I like to do is think about their uh, upside ranges and their downside ranges. How good could they be if certain things break their way? How bad could they be if things do not break their way? And then figure out where that sweet spot is and how aggressive you want to be in playing for the upside. Trey Lance is a very polarizing uh, figure in the NFL. Uh, no more uh, so than uh, going into today, uh, because yesterday there was a lot of buzz on Twitter um, where uh, someone uh, fairly notable, Uh, tweeted out that he's been hearing uh, that uh, 49ers management is underwhelmed. That's his quote, underwhelmed by Trey Lance. And of course, if you are playing the stock market and uh, some uh, financial institution comes out and says, we should expect underwhelming numbers this quarter from uh, ABC company, whatever ABC is, that's not the uh, network ABC, but just some random company then immediately people, you will start seeing people sell that stock. And I could hear people in Dynasty trying to sell Trey Lance on the news that he is underwhelming uh, uh, the coaching staff, the management of the 49ers. Well, uh, let's take a step back now that the dust has settled on that news. And look at uh, what I like to look at, which is the bigger picture. I'm not a reporter. I'm not embedded um, uh, with what's going on inside. Uh, But here's what I can tell you. Do the 49ers think that they can win with Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, I would argue uh, they don't think they can. That is why uh, they chose uh, one of the top picks in the draft last year um, to take Trey Lance. Uh, They didn't need to. Uh, they probably could have taken somebody else at that spot and had a better shot of getting to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Think of it as a Jordan Love kind of decision with Green Bay, except the Jordan Love decision was more obvious. Why take Jordan Love when you're potentially one really good uh, uh, number two wideout away from uh, getting back to the Super Bowl? You know, they could have taken uh, uh, Justin Jefferson for example, Um, and instead they chose Jordan Love. I think that's how it broke down. There were several very, very, very good college wideouts two years ago. The Packers made a big mistake taking a backup quarterback when they should have been in win-now mode. The reality is the Niners uh, were somewhere between win-now mode and win-in-two-years mode. They had some window, and it was clear to them that Garoppolo was not the answer. That is why they picked Trey Lance right out of the gate in last year's draft. Whether or not Trey Lance is the answer for the 49ers, I would argue that the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is not the answer says more to me than any tweet saying that the coaching staff is underwhelmed by Trey Lance. We can look at what Lance did last year in limited 
um, uh, games. He looked fantastic most of the time. Uh, he is one. He's an elite Russian quarterback with a strong arm. Um, is he rough around the edges? Yeah, probably. He doesn't have a ton uh, of pre-NFL experience, the kind of experience that you'd want to see out of a more seasoned quarterback entering the NFL. But if the Niners had been willing to be patient and give Trey Lance a full 17-game slate last year, I think we would be looking at the Niners as a Super Bowl contender this year with Trey Lance and their quarterback. Instead, they have Trey Lance, who still doesn't have um, the NFL experience necessarily uh, to just take over and run with it. That said, I do think Trey Lance would be a better answer for the Niners. And I think the Niners think that some quarterback would be a better answer than Jimmy Garoppolo. That is why we're in the situation we're in. Jimmy Garoppolo, if you look at his numbers, it's not much better than Ryan Tannehill. And in fact, arguably is worse than Ryan Tannehill. So if we use Ryan Tannehill as a baseline generic quarterback in the playoffs, for example, Garoppolo um, is, is good from a wins loss standpoint, but let's be uh, candid. I think that has a lot more to do with what the defense and what ancillary uh, performers have done than Garoppolo. Garoppolo is not a Tom Brady. Garoppolo is not an Aaron Rodgers. Garoppolo does not elevate the team. He needs a great running game, great uh, receivers, great defense uh, to play at his best. He's in, in uh, what is it, six starts, he has four touchdowns. He has not been asked to do much in the playoffs. Um, and by the way, six interceptions. So the fact that he's four and two has nothing to do with it. In uh, five starts in the playoffs, Ryan Tannehill has uh, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, his record is two and three, but Ryan Tannehill arguably um, has been just as good, if not a little bit better, easily than Garoppolo in the playoffs. I think the Niners understand that, and that is why the Niners are in the state they're in. They have not endowed Garoppolo with, you know, being the uh, automatic starter this season because I believe they don't trust him to take them over the finish line. They have experimented for several years with Garoppolo. He has done as much as he can do, but he is also not a franchise-elevating quarterback. That is the key. I've talked about this now for over a year. What does it mean to be a franchise-elevating quarterback? You have to be able to take your team to a level that a generic quarterback cannot take you. Garoppolo is not the answer. That is why they drafted Trey Lance. And that is why if you are a fantasy manager, particularly in Dynasty, you need to invest in Trey Lance, even on the bad news, even on the news that the staff is underwhelmed, quote unquote, by Trey Lance. That is the time to strike. Because I got to be honest with you, if that were true, if they were really underwhelmed by Trey Lance, um, they would have either uh, done a trade to try to get Baker Mayfield or somebody else in there or they would have parted ways uh, uh, with Trey Lance in some way, shape, or form and just made Garoppolo their week one starter and be done with it. But this quarterback controversy is here because they don't trust Garoppolo as a franchise-elevating quarterback. That is how, as fantasy managers, we need to look at this, not as this tweet that says the coaching staff or management is underwhelmed. That's true, by the way. We take this tweet for what it is probably true. We have to accept it as fact. And yet that is not the whole story. Otherwise, 
Garoppolo would be the guy. So big takeaway. Uh, Trey Lance is might not be the answer in San Francisco, but if you are a fantasy manager, you need to be investing in him. He is a better upside play than Garoppolo. And when we are uh, operating from the standpoint of trying to win a fantasy title, even in a two QB league, there is no reason to take a chance on someone like Garoppolo uh, throwing 20 touchdowns passes in 15 games or seven touchdown passes in six games, as he's done the last two seasons. He has the weapons. Um, he is just not an above average NFL quarterback. So your only best bet at that point is to roll the dice with someone like Trey Lance, whose upside is greater, even if his downside by not playing is lower. Again, I'm BJ Rudell, Pro Football Network. Find us at profootballnetwork.com. Have a great rest of your Friday and a fantastic weekend. We'll see you on Monday.